Welcome to the Book More Clients Photography Podcast. You can stop spending hours on Google and YouTube because you just found your number one resource for growing a profitable and sustainable photography business. Hi, I'm Brooke Jefferson. I'm a believer, wife, mama to two, and Oklahoma family photographer. I left the classroom in 2018 to pursue my photography career full-time. Now I'm here to help you do the same. In this podcast, we're covering the most asked about topics, including pricing, marketing, client experience, and all things systems and workflows. You won't find any fluff or BS here, just tried and true strategy. Are you ready? Grab your kids some snacks and charge those camera batteries. It's time to jump in. Does marketing your photography business overwhelm you, stress you out, make you want to hide under the covers? If so, you are absolutely going to want to listen to this episode. I'll be sharing 2024 marketing predictions, my strategy for my own photography business, and how to master marketing in your business so you can have your most profitable year yet. Today's episode is sponsored by Irisworks. Irisworks is your all-in-one business management software from managing leads and clients to delivering a five-star client experience. Irisworks offers features like invoices, contracts, questionnaires, automated workflows, booking calendars, and email marketing, to name a few. Head to brookjefferson.com iris to get started today. You can save with code Brooke, that's in all caps, B-R-O-O-K-E at checkout for 20% off your first year's subscription. Again, that's brookjefferson.com slash iris. To kick us off, I want to run through some 2024 marketing predictions. These predictions are a mod podge of different industry experts, marketing coaches, and agencies who have shared their predictions for 2024. I've picked out the most relevant and the ones that I absolutely agree with. Number one is less is more. So this year, and really as always, it's going to be quality over quantity when it comes to the content that you are creating. So this is great news for most of us because I don't know about you, but I don't want to spend hours on Instagram content and showing up over there on the platform or Facebook or anywhere else for that matter. I just want to spend a couple hours a month batching out really good, high quality content and then scheduling my posts and then fostering relationships rather than having to constantly feel like I am a content machine. So what this means for you and you know more specifically for Instagram is that they are expecting less people to spend less time on the platform. So they have noticed a trend that people are really becoming aware of the amount of time that they are spending on social media. So therefore, people are spending less time on the app and they're taking a lot of intentional time to make sure that the content they're engaging with and spending their time scrolling with actually matters. So here is what this means for you and your posting schedule as a photographer. Less truly is going to be more, which means that you will be able to create three to four pieces of high quality feed content per week and be just 
fine. You could probably get away with less. And of course you could do more. But again, I don't recommend doing more than four pieces of feed content, meaning that you're not going to post more than four times on your feed per week. And then something that was really interesting to me was listening to the predictions of what they think is going to happen with Instagram stories. And again, it's going to be less is more. So I recommend showing up in your stories Monday through Friday, taking your weekends off. Or of course, if you're a wedding photographer or you primarily shoot on the weekends, then choose a day or two during the week that are going to be your no post days and let your app refresh. You don't need to have a story up 24-7 anymore. That That's a long gone strategy. In fact, you will do better by letting your Instagram refresh itself, meaning that you take a full 24-hour break, let everything expire before you hop back on and post new content. So I'm really excited personally about number one, which again is less is more. Number two, and I love this trend so much because it's more than a trend. It is the way to build your business, which is Connection will trump trends so much in 2024. It is relationship building that is your foundation for the success and the profitability of your business. Just creating stuff and doing the bare minimum and just trying to check boxes is not the best way to run your business. You have to have heart behind what you're doing. You have to have a mission in your business and you have to truly love people. You have to love people in this industry or you need to get out of this industry. That's all I'm going to say about that particular part. However, what this means for your content is that you need to be more focused on making connections and going deeper with your ideal client than just trying to create content that's going to result in bookings. And again, this is kind of one of those upside down you know, ways of thinking because, you know, you would think, well, if I spend more time giving and connecting and relationship building, then, you know, when am I spending time doing the selling? But here's the thing, the selling, the sales, the bookings, et cetera, it's a byproduct of actually relationship building. So I want you to focus more on how can I create connection with my current clients, past clients, and future clients? That needs to be your number one goal when you're creating content this year. Number three, video is still going to be content king, which what that means is it means that all of the apps right now are going to prioritize video first and then followed by high quality type posts, which would be images and captions. Does this mean that you have to only produce video content? No. And I'm going to be really real with you. I still am not going to create a bunch of reels for either side of my business, not the education side and not the photography side for right now. It's not because I'm not capable. It's not because I don't really want to. It's just not a priority of mine. That's not, I didn't get into my photography business to be a content creator. I got into it because I was passionate about it. I loved people and I wanted to create art and things that my clients were going to cherish for a lifetime. And so for me, 
And for most of you, when you hear that, you're like, oh my gosh, I like, why even bother? Why even bother coming up with marketing content at all if it just feels like I'm going to fail? Or it feels like, well, if I'm just going to be posting images, what's the point? Well, I do want you to know that there is a point. And the point is that you can still be very successful not posting reels and booking clients. How do I know that? Because I'm proof in the pudding and so are my clients. There are many, many, many blueprint students and one-on-one coaching clients, all photographers that do not post reels and they have the most profitable business. So I'm not telling you that you have to, I'm making you aware that video really probably now until the end of time is always going to be priority content for social media apps and really any apps at all. So I wanted to give you an actual strategy, though, rather than you being like, eh, number three is not for me. This prediction right here in this strategy is absolutely for you, regardless if you plan on creating reels or not. So here is what I want you to really focus in on, on how you can incorporate longer form videos into your business model and your marketing strategy. So my very first tip that we all should be working on, I do not even have one of these right now. I have an old one that I could use, but I don't have an updated one, is a video on your website, the homepage of your website or your services page. I want you to hire a videographer, find someone in this space that knows what they're doing, that can record a little commercial for your business. So it's giving you, it's giving your ideal client, your lead, an idea of what you are about. So if you are a newborn studio photographer, then your video would show your studio. It would show off the beautiful space. It would show you an action at a newborn session. And it's just giving people a feel for who you are, what you're about, and what it would look like to work with you. Same thing if you're an outdoor photographer, I really want you to put this as a project for 2024. Put this on your list, and then I want you to check it off by the end of the year. Obviously, sooner if you can do it, but if you can't, this would be the number one way I would love to see you incorporate a video in your business. Now, one of the things that you could do with this, especially if you're hiring a videographer, or if you um, you know someone that can do this video for you and get it edited, maybe you hire a content editor, a video editor that could take that larger video, chop it up into maybe seven to 10 different smaller videos like reels that you could use in your feed and on your stories. And then that way you took one video and you're able to use it and reshow the reels. You know what I mean? I just think that's going to be the smartest thing that you could focus on. The other idea would be for you to create video to incorporate into your client experience. So this is going to be more on a marketing end for your people that have already said yes to you. And my example here would be, could you create a styling video, you know, tip in video form. So take your style guide and show people and talk about it in real time. Maybe use your client closet. You could show off some things there. It's you talking to camera. People are more likely to 
devour that in its entirety than they are, you know, like a 12 page guide, which again, this is not saying that guides are dead. They're not. I'm just trying to show you how you can take what you currently have and add a video format to it already. So that is number three. Video is still priority content, and hopefully you can take at least one strategy that I talked about away to incorporate video into your business. Number four, this is more of a side note type situation here, but buyer hesitancy is at an all-time high, which what that means is we're having to be more careful and more mindful about where our money is going because there is less of it to go around, like less dispensable income. Remember in 2020, 2021, we had a lot of help. We had a lot of help from the government. We were being sent checks or we were able to, we had more disposable income, to be honest. And then obviously with inflation and the way the economy is going and just all of the things that are up in the air, we've seen a shift since about 2022 really hit 2023. And then here we are in 2024, which is going to be a pivotal year And every pivotal election year always results in chaos on the outside. Again, that's not a, it's not a fear tactic. It's nothing like that. I'm not talking politics. I'm just saying that is the trend. That is the norm. And so you need to be prepared that people are not going to convert as quickly as they did in the past. So what does this mean? This means that you need to have some type of a nurture plan for the leads that contact you. It means that you either need to continue to show up consistently, have a follow-up strategy to go with this. You need to, again, continue to build the relationship regardless if the lead is able to say yes to you right now or not. And you need to look at it as instead of that person telling you no, you need to turn that no from a never in your mind to a not yet or maybe in the future. And then that way, you're not feeling as weighed down about it. You're just understanding that, hey, especially as family photographers, people are going to reach out and they're going to want a photo session and they're going to really want a photo session with you, but they may not be able to afford it at that very moment. And so instead of you writing them off, I want you to nurture them and continue to follow up with them, not just about booking with you, but like build a genuine connection. Could you friend them? Could you follow them back on Instagram? What can you do to show that you care about them as a human and not just a dollar sign in your bank account? All right. So those were the top four predictions. Number one, less is more quality over quantity. Number two, connection will always trump trends. So make sure you're focusing on relationship building. Number three, video is priority content, probably always will be. So find a way to incorporate something into your marketing strategy. And number four, you need to be nurturing your leads and changing your mindset on what a no means in your business. So that's all about buyer hesitancy. So those were the top four that I felt like were the most relevant and crucial points to bring up for us photographers moving into this year. Again, I could have made a list of 20, but that doesn't really help you because you would have never remembered what I talked about. So let's focus on these four different trends and predictions and really go all in on these areas. 
All right, so now I wanna move into sharing my personal marketing strategy, the things that I'm focused on for 2024 in my own business, and then maybe that will spark something in you as well. So here is my marketing game plan. I am having a brand new, completely revamped website for my photography business. I will say, and I'm shocked by this, but it just goes to show that when you really do build up momentum and you really do build up a name and a and a reputation for your business in your area, that momentum can carry you even without a website. So in 2023, I did not have an updated website at all. And I really even had a broken link for most of the year last year for the photography side. The reason being is because I also, being very mindful of expenses, I couldn't afford two separate show it subscriptions to two separate domains. And so I had to cancel one and I kept the education one up because there there were more links going to that than there were my photography business. So long story short, I did it for save money really. And that way I could save up and go all in. And so all of that is being completely done in the back end right now. And I am so, so excited to have a new website, not only for myself and for my clients to find me, but to have one that I can say, hey, y'all go check out my website and get some ideas. Look how I'm doing this. Check out how I'm doing this strategy. So I'm really excited about that. And then not only that, I spent some time over winter break really working on what the backend SEO is going to be for that website. So all of that is ready to implement as soon as the website is completely done. So That's the first thing that I focused on was website and SEO strategy. The second thing that I focused on was optimizing my Google business profile. Google business is just one of those marketing platforms and strategies that are just kind of slept on. And a lot of people have one, but they're not set up correctly. They're not optimized. So it's really not doing you really any good at all. And so this is one of our favorite things that we talk about inside of the Blueprint program is how in the world do you actually optimize your Google business profile? Um, And I will give you a spoiler alert that one of them is knowing what location you should be using for your business to get the leads and get the clients. So that is the second thing that I am doing is optimizing my Google business profile. The third focus is I am using a Facebook group again for this year. I did not use one in 2023. I used one for most of 2019 2020, 2021, and 2022. I would say I started slacking in 2022. I probably did maybe half the year. And then it was something that I felt like I couldn't keep up with with everything else. And so um, just like you guys, I do fail on marketing occasionally. So I kind of let that go. I did not use one for 2023. And I just felt really called, especially with community and connection and relationship building being a major focus as always, but really a focus of mine. I wanna be more intentional in every area this year. I have decided to revamp 
my Facebook group. And that's where I am doing 95% of my social media marketing for photography clients. So that is one thing that I'm really focused on doing this year. I am still going to post occasionally on my Facebook page just to keep it relevant, to keep it up to date, make sure that's optimized as well. But my main call to action on my Facebook page will be to get people to join the Facebook group. Side note, I am not accepting photographers into this group. This is for my local past, current, and future clients. So please respect that as I will decline your request. And again, that's just for my personal photography insider group. However, you guys are more than welcome to come into the the free photographer education group, which is the Book More Clients group on Facebook. Okay, then the last focus I have for my local photography business is, actually it's not last, there's two more, email list and collaborations once a quarter. So for my email list, it's really just being consistent. It's at minimum sending my list a one email per month, updating them on what's going on and to let them know what I'm currently booking for. There will be a couple of months where I do two emails. And then the last strategy is focusing on some type of local collaboration in my community once a quarter. So that will come out to about four times that I'm doing collaboration. So this could be meetups. This could be hosting styled shoots. This could be hosting giveaways. This could be attending a community market or a community event, like a chili cook-off or something like that. So be very open to what you can do in your area, you know, really think outside the box. How can you get more involved in your community? So, okay, so let's recap real quick. My marketing game plan includes a brand new website and SEO strategy, my Google business profile being completely optimized, collaborations once a quarter, marketing in my Facebook group, and then being consistent with my email list. Now, let's just address the elephant in the room. You're probably thinking, but you didn't say Instagram. You're right. I didn't say Instagram because I built the majority of my business through Facebook, through local community, collaborations, and relationship building connections, okay? And while I did have an Instagram for years and years, and I did book several clients from my Instagram as well, I still will say that my Facebook conversion trumps my Instagram conversion for my local photography business, which this is something that we teach you how to figure this out, all of that inside of the Blueprint program. So with all of that being said, I personally do not use Instagram for my local photography business. And it is possible that you don't have to either. It really just depends on your personalized business, where your clients come from, et cetera. And all of that we can address through either coaching or my From Broke to Booked Blueprint program. So be sure to check those out if you're wanting to dive deeper. And if you're loving this podcast, I am so happy that you are listening, that you are getting valuable takeaways. If you'll take just two seconds out of your time to leave us a five-star rating and review, tell me, what are you loving? Why do you listen to my podcast when you could be listening to so many others? And what do you want to hear on a future episode? Thanks again, guys, for being here. And I'll catch you on the next episode.